I'm ready when you are. Oh, excellent. Great. Just got seven seconds left on this YouTube ad, so... <laughs> what, what's the ad for? <laughs> PC <Yeah>. World. <clears throat> uh, maybe they'll pay us now. <laughs> That's true. Get some, drop some brands in there. <laughs> Curry's oh, I love PC, PC World. World. Yeah. I bought, a, I bought this laptop from Curry's PC World, and it has been entirely sufficient. Well, the music's ready now. Great. Fuck off, PC World. Yeah, load yeah. of shit, PC World. <laughs> Bloody scam con artists. Oh, they're going to ask for their money back, Michael. Yeah, and you can use offer code Secret Film Club to <laughs> check out for a 5% discount. <laughs> but it's a load of crap, so don't bother. <laughs> okay, I'm going to play the music. Great. Well, what a long time it's been. It has been a long time, hasn't it? (laughs) Uh, One thing came up after another. The good thing is that we've got a a buffer of about seven episodes. This should last us till uh, till January before we're actually through, even if we stop recording right now. Wow. Um, So we're we're doing pretty good. So we have the freedom to to take a couple of weeks to to get together (laughs) at the moment. Hmm. We have the freedom to, but it doesn't mean we should... (laughs) <laughs> I think it's important yeah, that we aim yeah, to we should... every day. Yeah, let's get on with it, guys. Let's stop <laughs> stop slacking. Um... <laughs> anyway, this uh, this film was uh, Une Femme et Une Femme, <laughs> which was worth waiting for. Laura, where did you come across this one? Well, um, I think they made us watch this in my film studies class, which I took in yeah. 2011. So, um, so I think, but I think I don't think I saw the whole film. I think I just saw like highlighted bits. So I was kind of just curious to see how what it was like from start to finish. And um, yeah, okay. Want to know what you all thought of it? Great. Mm. First off, I want to know what Fernando thought of it. <laughs> I, I we always like all it. want to I know. It, yeah, I I, I really liked it. Yes, I thought it was a great film. Uh, in fact, oh, nice. I would watch it again. Excellent. Brilliant. Mm, glowing praise. <laughs> <laughs> My book I enjoyed it. I went to check my notes because it's a little while since we watched it and I didn't make any because it turns out I was just watching <laughs> the film, which probably makes for a poor discussion, but <laughs> indicates that it was a good good couple of hours of my life. <laughs> Michael? I thought it was brilliant. Really? I really liked it. Yeah, oh. it was really fun, really entertaining. It was super artsy and crazy <laughs> and French, which I thought matched up with uh, matched up with the film club very nicely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. And I, I also didn't take any notes, but I was delighted to discover that it was... Uh, it was very easy to follow. There were just the three characters, and mm-hmm. yeah, I loved it. Oh wow! Made That's me great. laugh lots. How oh, about you? Lovely. I thought it was shit. No, oh, no. <laughs> no, I did. I like. I thought it was. It was parts of it were good, and it was very charming. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I found it, it. It was charming, and it was. I liked quite a lot of it, and I did. I really enjoyed watching the characters, and I liked them. And there were just parts of it that were 
it didn't really strike the right note and I thought it was quite sexist at times ah. and I was also just a bit like hmm mm-hmm. this was better when I just saw like little clips here and there um, <laughs> but no really I, I did like it but I had some problems with it um, but I'm really glad that you all liked it I thought everyone was going to hate it because um, mm. it was really weird and artsy and like <laughs> yeah that is usually <laughs> not something I enjoy <laughs> But it was fun with it, wasn't mm-hmm. it? It wasn't like yeah, song was. to song or whatever, where it was just a, a load of crap that was just really slow and boring. And it, it had some flair, it had some pace. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, hope you, I hope that you take that comment back. <laughs> I, I will not take it back, sir. Then we just should end this conversation right here, right now. When will it be convenient for you to meet me, sir? <laughs> Sorry, I was just editing the Barry Lyndon episode. <laughs> oh, I forgot we'd watched Barry Lyndon. Oh my god, I'm excited about that. Mm. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Do you demand satisfaction, Mike? I demand satisfaction. <laughs> Pistols, Dawn. Who's your second? Great film. What a yeah. great film. Oh god, we're the seconds, Laura. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Aunt Claire is my second. Rude. Oh, damn, I, want, I wanted to be Fernando's. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'm happy with Fernando. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so this was a really fun film and it was really lighthearted. And from the little bit of reading I've done around it, it seems that this director was famous for quite serious, hard hitting films. Yeah. And this was a sort of lighthearted, really fun early installment in, in his repertoire. Uh, and yeah, it was just I smiled all the way through. It was it was a joyful film, and Aww. it was silly, and it was subversive, and it definitely deserved that that silver bear that it won or whatever. <laughs> silver bear. Yeah, there was the big thing at the start where it said this oh, yeah. film has been awarded the Berlin International Film Festival, blah blah blah, which seemed quite full of yourself to actually put that in the opening reel of your film, but. Fine. Do you think they'll do that with the Secret Film Club Oscars? Maybe. Hmm. Well, we'll have to see if it wins first. To... <laughs> on the on the DVD re-release, they can add that into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is such a huge demand for it. So. <laughs> um, Laura, maybe we should talk about why you didn't like it, and then okay. we can all passionately defend it. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Um, let's see. Okay, before I watched it, I was probably set slightly against it because I told Kira what we were watching. Um, as you know, Kira is on in on the secret, which I'm sorry about, but we've crossed that bridge. Um, <laughs> that's okay, that's okay. <laughs> I know, sorry. Please don't evict me. Um, <laughs> it's too late. Anyway, um, and I told her what we were watching um, and she was like, oh, Goddard, he's like extremely misogynist and he's like famous for being like, his films are like really sexist. And I was like, oh, really? Oh my God, I don't remember that at all. So I was watching it through this kind of lens of, oh, I can kind oh. of see. But on the one hand, like um, Angela was, was a great character and I really enjoyed how playful she was and just whimsical and full of herself. And yeah, but I'm led to believe that's kind of like a trope in his films, which is that he has just these very childlike women who are a bit sort of all over the place, but also kind of like sex pots and, you know. Sex pots? She was a bit of a sex pot. 
What's a sex podcast? I don't think I've heard that. I don't know what that is. I just heard it before, and now like, <laughs> like now I use a, it all the time. Is it like a despot? But I don't know sex. what it means, but I definitely agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> she was an amazing sex pod. <laughs> like a crock pot, like a sex crock pot. No, I don't think that's it. Um. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> A crock pot is like something you use to make a stew, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So like that, but sex. <laughs> I don't think it's like a crock pot. I think it's more like a... Wait, the dictionary says that sex pot is just a sexy person. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh, I mean, she was sexy. So. As she kept saying to us. Hmm. And everyone else kept telling her. Which is yeah. fair, because, you know, she's a very good looking woman. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there was just something of the, and the way that they talked about women, which now I can't really remember how they talked about women, but there was something in it where I was like, mm, mm-hmm, mm, stop it. But overall, huh. I think it was fun and I don't want to look too deeply into it. And maybe in his other films, it comes out more and, but yeah, yeah. no, I, I did like it. I did. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I can't make up my so mind. So you did like it. I did like it. It was a bit, mm, sorry, someone else have a go, because I'm trying to piece together my thoughts. So, okay. <laughs> I, felt a so I think there were issues with it. Mm. I agree that, yeah, the whole, like, the idea that it was mostly set in a strip club or, like, a <laughs> mm-hmm. weird, uh, it wasn't really a strip club, was it? It was just a what's bar that where women the, dance. The, the, what's that word? Burlesque. Burlesque, that's what I kept yeah. thinking cabaret, and I was like, no, it's not that. Mm. Um, yeah, just where men objectify women. <laughs> that's that's a kind of upsetting setting. But it was just... I, I, I don't know, in some ways they sort of showed how women were just using men's willingness to pay for nonsense <laughs> to make mm. money really easily. Mm. Um, and so... In the way that was actually shown, her empowerment. Um, yeah, so there were there were issues with it, and obviously the relationships were all very troublesome. Um, <laughs> but I think that the the sense of humour it delivered that with was sort of making fun of all those yeah. ideas, and that kind of took the edge off for me. So I didn't I didn't watch it thinking oh. This is this is a really bad lesson for people. It was just making fun of some people making some poor decisions, which was funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just found it entertaining rather than finding the <laughs> maybe worrying events mm. particularly bothering. <laughs> oh, that was a good way of putting it. Also, Emil, what an arse in so many ways. Emil? Yeah. I thought the other one was worth. I hated the other one. Oh, really? the other one's name? Alfred. 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 Was it Alfred? Yeah. 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 I kept wanting it to be Albert (laughs) because I don't know. That's an actual French name. Sounds more French than that. Yeah, Emil was was a great character because he was so... 
Uh, he was so rude and dismissive, <laughs> but you could tell at the same time that he really loved her and the whole thing that they made a big point about how the whole thing was a, a massive joke that they were just kind of playing these games with each other. Yeah. Uh, they had a very dysfunctional relationship, which was quite entertaining to watch. Um, and I liked, I liked how Emil and Alfred, uh, there were no hard feelings between them at all. They were just really good friends who knew everything that was going on and were just like, oh, what's she like? <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed that scene with the, the book titles when they were just talking Yeah. <laughs> yes. Claire and I had a little go with that afterwards. <laughs> Did you? But we we packed most of our books away in boxes for moving house, oh. so there were only like six on the shelf, but we managed to come up with a couple. <laughs> Actually, they're including the ones I have saved for you, Laura. So oh. at one point, I did just call Michael Satan. <laughs> <laughs> what book am I getting? <laughs> the Satanic Verses. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, cool. Um, what, what's the other one? The Margaret Atwood one. Oh yeah. Uh, the Blind Assassin. The Blind Assassin. Oh yeah. Oh, gr- I'm looking forward to them. I think you called me an ass using that one, didn't you? Yes, I did. Just <laughs> <Which was> rude. Like <laughs> <laughs> so you're getting the spirit of it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to say nice things uh, with big. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's oh, it just so funny the like them standing next to each other and pecking them out. Yeah. <laughs> so they could go back yeah. to bed. <laughs> yeah, I like that. They're refusing to talk to each other but still wanting to argue. <laughs> yeah, it was very sweet. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was it was all very sweet, actually. Um very charming. Like just watching them. <laughs> and again, I'm going to say subversive. Uh, yeah, why do you say that? Because that's not something I got from it. So it came out in 1961, mm-hmm. and we should remember that. And that that I'm thinking of any earlier films that were anything like this, and I, I just can't think of a single one. Mm-hmm. Uh, like 1950s cinema was, at least everything I've seen was so conservative. It was so, uh, it, it was so normalistic i want to say like mm-hmm. i think that's a word i've made up but I, yeah it, was, it didn't <laughs> didn't have these normative? these crazy risks that you would take normative mm-hmm. why not um and we had this stuff like the haze code and all of that that we're used to seeing in these old films and this it had first of all the uh the main character yeah works as a burlesque dancer in a strip club and this is presented as a completely normal thing that she should we should be totally on board with that and it's totally fine because you know stop being such a <laughs> stop being such a prude mm-hmm. people people get naked and have sex this is natural um and th- this whole thing where like she has this relationship with two different men and they're kind of okay with it it's like this crazy menage a trois <laughs> situation where she's sleeping with both of them and again like i feel like any film as old as that or older would would make a point of how she's how she's you know doing something that's morally wrong and that would be a point of drama whereas for this it was a point of fun and the, the <laughs> conclusion of it was you know she slept with another man to make him jealous and that's what won him over in the end and wasn't that fun <laughs> um good on her and and that was just so refreshing and so enjoyable to watch <laughs> um 
you know, even if we don't necessarily agree with all of those messages, that's it's it's fun and it it makes you think about things in a different way. And I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I see what you mean. That is. Um, I I'd forgotten that it was 1961. That is early. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is like uh-huh. before. Oh, well, maybe things were different in Paris, but <laughs> before what we'd call the sexual revolution yeah. and all of that, mm-hmm. I, I could imagine this film coming out in America or the UK in 1969 or 68, mm-hmm. but 61, wow. <laughs> I was reading um, something about the the kind of backdrop that it came into, and the, this article, a couple of articles, kept saying like it was a musical, a new realist musical. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the hell does that mean? What? <laughs> I think I didn't quite understand thinking, that. Yeah, I think it's like there, I'm sure there were jokes in the film that I didn't get the references to, like the musical bit where she was like, "I want to star in a musical," and then. Yeah. I don't know, it says some names or something. And they did sort of do a weird song and this thing where they danced around. Mm-hmm. It was as if it was sort of making fun of of musicals. Yeah. I think it's in reference to a specific musical that's like really glitzy and like, as you'd expect of a musical. So then they've kind of like transferred some of that kind of, what's the word? Just spirit, but against this mm. like really almost kind of like gritty streets and like they're obviously like very quite bare apartment and yeah so it's kind of like taking this fun and sort of yeah the joyfulness of and silliness of musicals and then just placing against this like really realistic backdrop that's what i kind of took from okay from that i didn't get a lot of anything that was realistic in this film no not really i I see what you mean about their bare apartments and yeah and the the streets and stuff, but even those that like we never we never felt that anyone was in danger or in poverty yeah. or uh that said yeah it kind of showed this that they were all kind of just about getting by on their salaries, and they were talking <laughs> about how she was working in the in the strip club because Emil didn't make enough money to keep their yeah. apartment on his own and um and again, that could have been a, a dramatic and gritty point, but they just did nothing with it. They just <laughs> yeah. had it be a really fun story with a yeah. Mm-hmm. It was good to see that she still cooked dinner for him, though. Even <laughs> even when it was her neighbour and she burned it because she's not a complete competent woman. Yeah, <laughs> she she did still at least try to perform her womanly duties. <laughs> That was one of my favourite scenes but, where she kept asking him what he'd prefer. <laughs> and that that was kind of playful and subversive as well, wasn't it? Like we'd seen that she was so unlike a classic stay-at-home wife, and yet she was playing with this idea that she was getting the dinner ready for him and just <laughs> just completely ruining it. And <laughs> yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> So it was the neighbour that made the the roast for them, wasn't it? Was it? I, I can't. Did, I can't quite did, remember. I was kind of mm, checking. I think out. she borrowed the neighbour's roasting thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, so, and she then went and burnt it. <laughs> yeah, because she, uh, the neighbour, was excellent. Just that, like, revolving <laughs> door of men. Yeah, all the men coming in. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> just no mention of it. Just like, yep, yeah, prostitute yeah, life next door. That's another thing that they were just like, it's totally cool. <laughs> yeah. Again, it was this sort of freeing Parisian kind of laissez-faire <laughs> attitude to, to sex and relationships mm-hmm. where everyone was just getting along and having a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the the men would be coming out and be like, "Oh, hey, how's it going? Can I use the phone?" <laughs> that, that one couple that were just kissing outside for the entire film. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a very Parisian film, wasn't it? Like yeah. it, everything yeah. in there, it, I, and I I sort of suspect the Paris that they presented in this never really existed. But I I think it, it's one side of why everyone falls in love with the idea of Paris and everyone yeah. sees it as this uh, amazing place. Uh, yeah, with all the artistic people and the, the crazy attitudes and stuff. And that it really seemed to capture that for me. I quite liked it. Hmm. Like when we Even just them. like the coffee shops she'd go into and stuff had this whole, yeah, Parisian style. It was beautiful. <laughs> Sorry, go on, Laura. Uh, yeah, it's like in Shaft when we're seeing like this version of New York that probably didn't exist, but I just want to believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and for New York, they were probably making it kind of worse than real life. They were... Yeah, emphasizing how gritty and how how full of crime it is, and that there was some truth in that. I think, as I hope, there was some truth in this that there, there was some of these attitudes, but obviously just exaggerated so much. Well, this is this is not long after Simone de Beauvoir was sort of this was around the time she was writing and stuff. I kept just think imagining her and what was it, Satra, she lived with. Um, okay, and that being their life, except she was going off to lecture <laughs> at like the Louvre or whatever, <laughs> YC, wherever she taught, um, and just her, you know, they they had like open relationships and stuff, and it just it felt okay. very like I don't know, like that's how I imagined their life being. Yeah, um, except like deep philosophical conversations over dinner. <laughs> <laughs> nonsense yeah. nonsense conversations <laughs> there was some there were some little philosophical bits though right A- apart from these that the, these little funny bits that these would tell us something about the characters maybe tell us something about people and something about men and women um they would have these slightly thoughtful moments like when she's crying and he says it's it's ugly for a woman to cry, and she says something like, "No, it's it's the most beautiful thing in the world. We should boycott women who refuse to cry." <laughs> and it, all of these little thoughts that really make you like you could sit for half an hour thinking about that. <laughs> Did you? Do you have any reflections? Well, on I'm that? thinking about it now, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what was that saying? It was like a. There were, it was he full was, of stuff like that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just ruminating. Yeah. But it was mostly about women, which is why I was kind of like, I don't understand what you're trying to say. And now that I know that Goddard is like a, a massive sexist, apparently, I'm kind of like, it's probably not good, but I can't figure out why because it's it's yeah. wrapped up in this weird... Yeah, but, but if he doesn't say it, then 
it's not been said, has it? Like if it, if you don't understand it, then yeah. he's done a poor job of being a sexist. Um, yeah. And you can enjoy it for what it turned out to be, rather than what yeah. he meant. That's true. So enjoy it despite him and mm-hmm. his incompetence. There we are. Competent sexism. Yeah. <laughs> Typical man. Yeah. <laughs> Fernando, why, maybe... why else did you like it? Yeah. Oh, what else did I like? Oh, I feel like I'm on the spot now. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Or do you have any thoughts about what we've said? um, Well, I did think that there were certain comments that perhaps were a little bit outdated. Um, Mm -hmm. um, From us or in the film? In the film. In the film. (laughs) Um, I think at some point I thought, oh, maybe she's better off with. The other person with Alfred was it Alfred? Uh-huh. I was mm. like, mm. Mm, maybe she should go with the other person. I mean, he uh, clearly, well, I'm not sure if clearly, but it seems that he loves her a little bit more. Plus, he's also a little bit more handsome. Uh, what? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> no, uh, but but I guess that the heart wants what it wants. So I guess that's fine. <laughs> as she said, I think in the film, she was like. Yeah, I was like just that. quoting. Yeah, just I was quoting York. Selena Gomez, but yes. Oh, <laughs> wise words from Selena. <laughs> yeah. Um. Good. Totally. Yeah. A responsible raid in his bike indoors as well. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Also very French. I felt. <laughs> <laughs> just needed some onions around his neck. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, okay, I think we need to discuss this then. Who who was on Team Emil and who was on Team <laughs> Alfred? Alfred, of course. Alfred. Oh, what? Yeah, I was Alfred. I'm but... 100% Emil. Nora, <laughs> you always do this. Whenever we have this film where there's a nice man and a horrible man, you always go for the horrible man. I thought he was the nice man and Alfred was the horrible man. What? Oh, no. He was pestering her, as your mum would say. That's true. That's true. Oh, he loves her so much that he won't leave her alone. In fact, that was an American in Paris, which is probably what this film was was playing off of, talking oh. about American musicals. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, and that, that film does have, yeah, this this poor woman who just wants to work at the at the jewellery store. And he like bothers her at work and keeps pestering her and like following her around, and she keeps saying, "No, Monsieur, I don't." Want to. And then, and then eventually, he does it enough that she just snaps and goes, oh, "Okay, Monsieur, I will go on a date with you." And the whole modern audience goes, "Oh, come on, that wouldn't happen." And my mum goes, "Ah, oh, she liked him after all." <laughs> um, so what yeah, was there a bit of that with Alfred? But it didn't feel like pestering. He didn't she she never asked him to leave her alone, did she? Mm. She just said, I don't want to go out with you. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I no, know, he, he was, was very a persistent. Bit, he I was didn't a bit like off, that he got he? her drunk. That was what I was thinking. Yeah, he was sort of deliberately getting her drunk. And again, they they didn't really go anywhere with that. But it was like just this little subtle, yeah, he's just trying to get a drunk social sleep with him. <laughs> and the whole audience chuckles and says, what a charming rogue. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> um, whereas Emil, just, I mean, he was rude. And yes. 
but it was so it's even it in such a fun way i was like oh i love a meal i wish i could marry a meal <laughs> <laughs> it, i think it was that a meal didn't didn't really show any respect for her feelings mm. whereas perhaps alfred did a little bit more mm. he wanted to know how she felt and he wanted to yeah, maybe because he was trying to win her, whereas Emil felt that he already had her. Yeah. But then again, yeah, all, all of this we sort of have to take with a pinch of salt because it's it's completely absurd. Like Emil was was happy for her to go and sleep with Alfred <laughs> in their bathroom. Yeah. Um, while he cycled around doing nothing and apparently not caring at all. It, it was all a, a big joke and. It, and again, this is why I'm sort of saying subversive. It was a, uh, it was building up some of these expectations and then just taking it in a totally different direction. <laughs> yeah. And I really enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? Um, uh, which? Oh, sorry. Go on. I was I was going to change the subject completely about um, whether you picked up whether you could listen to it and understand the French a little bit. Oh yeah, we a can bit. come back to that. I don't. Yeah. So I. So I guess the the last thing I would say is uh, before we move on would be mm. uh, with all of this subversion and all of this craziness and surrealness, I I think it's maybe not. It maybe isn't very fruitful to look for whether the director or writer was being sexist or not. It it's just it's very difficult to pull a, a coherent message out of this mm. um and so i guess that's why when i was watching it to start with i was thinking oh is this especially when the film is called a woman is a woman <laughs> i was thinking oh, i was going to be like some classic 60s sexism here and i'm gonna have to think well what what should i think about it given the time it was set and given that mm. th- p- things were different back then um but it, in the end I just abandoned that and just thought this is just, (laughs) I can't really take anything logical from this. It's just fun. I'm just going to have to enjoy it for what it is. Um, So that was my my position with Mm -hmm. potential sexism. I don't know if you felt the same, Claire or Fernando. Hmm. Yeah, I think I just took it at face value. I think that's the... It was just a silly film, really. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'd be interested to see some of his other ones after this because I've never yeah. seen any of the other ones and how different they are because yeah as you said like if doing a little bit of reading about it this was like one of the earliest ones and is not famous at all and it's apparently completely different from the rest okay. oh maybe we'll maybe we'll have to have another one sometime <laughs> <laughs> something I read was that Anna Karina was his muse yeah, and that she was in all of his films in in different ways, and I think they were married. Supposedly as well. provided him with inspiration for. Oh right, uh, that measures up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I wonder how she would appear in like a gritty black and white mm. experimental film. <laughs> <laughs> Reminded me of Audrey Hepburn. Oh, I can see that. I can see her Audrey Hepburn in that role. Yeah, that kind of playful, yeah. fun, um, also very glamorous and beautiful, but mm. in a sophisticated and modern sort of way. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, I like that. Do you know I can't think of who I'd cast nowadays? As Angela. As as all of them, yeah, as those three. I don't think I don't think they'd be up to it. These modern day actors, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be hmm, a male. Uh, Michael Torpy can be Alfred. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> Claire be Angela and I'll be yeah. the <laughs> rude children at the bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. I reckon um, I reckon Emma Stone could do it. Yeah, I think you're right. Yes, That's that about would right, be a good it? definitely. Oh, well done. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is that just because we're thinking about classic musicals? Maybe. And we're thinking of La La Land. I mean, it, I, but it, I it was, sounds right. I was thinking of her in La La Land when I suggested her. Yeah, that's quite a good comparison, though. Yeah. Ryan Gosling's well, guess... too nice to be either of the men. So... <laughs> Ryan Gosling could, could be Alfred. <laughs> Ryan Gosling could be Angela. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yes, we always come back to this, don't we? Modern day remake where all the men are played by women and all the women are played by men. An all well, female remake. All female remake. <laughs> Toi femme sans toi femme. <laughs> Wait, is this being progressive or are we just being backwards? Because I hear that all the. All the women were played by men uh, in Shakespeare's mm-hmm. times. That's true. That's true. Uh-huh. Women weren't allowed to act, were they? Time isn't or linear, something. so it doesn't matter. Exactly. We're just going back in circles. <laughs> it does use your answer to everything. <laughs> <laughs> the universe is no, slowly dying. None of this matters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so as for the French, I was pleased to find that I got quite a lot of it. Oh, excellent. I don't think I'd have been able to follow the plot anywhere near if I hadn't had the subtitles. There were definitely like yeah. lots of whole sentences that I didn't get any of, so I needed it there. Uh, but yeah, it was enough that I could I could sort of tell the difference between the literal translation and the uh, quite interesting translation that we watched. Oh, um, assuming I, like I gave you guys the the USB stick with the. Mm-hmm. I mean, I gave you the uh, uh, legitimate leg- version. Legitimate <laughs> version got the rights to something. Something <laughs> didn't break the law. Um, I had the DVD <laughs> until it got destroyed in the flood. I've had the DVD for like eight years. And I never watched it, um, and then it got oh. ruined in the flood. So <laughs> I was like, that's, that's probably what made me pick it because I was like, oh, I forgot I even had this. I pick it, even yeah. though I now can't watch it on this. Anyway, go on. What were you saying? What was the flood? My flat flooded and destroyed what? everything. I did not say about this. Over the I... summer. They kicked us out of this halls. This summer? Yeah, they kicked us out of halls oh, and then yeah, my, yeah. my flat in hall flooded when I was away. Ruined everything. Yeah, it was like a burst water pipe or yes. something. Yes, I remember now. Oh I yeah. The that's flood, rough. Like quite melodramatically. I mean like the burst <laughs> pipe that let loads of water into my room. <laughs> yeah. And like destroyed that. my belongings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I had the idea that you had taken most of your stuff with you 
No, I left most of when it you behind. Left for a while. Oh, yeah. that sucks. Yeah. Oh, bad luck. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you've now watched it anyway. But yeah, the <laughs> I don't I don't know how much you picked up on the the translation that we had there with the subtitles, but that they had a clear decision. Of Fernando's talked to me a lot about the the interesting facets of making a translation, how many decisions you have to make. And it seems that whoever translated this decided, I want this to apply to people who don't understand French at all. And so they they had, whenever there was wordplay, they had created a new pun Mm. in English that would be sort of equivalent to the same kind of thing. Um, Even the... So the the most obvious bit was at the very end. Do you remember the last line? Yeah, I was like, how does that translate into English? I just don't understand this. Yeah, so that the translation was was not quite right. Um, so that he calls her. Basically, he says, uh, "Angela, uh, you're horrid," and she says, "I'm not horrid. I'm a woman." And that that is a little pun in French. It's Angela tu es un femme. And she says, no, je, je ne suis pas un femme, je suis une femme. And then she ah. winks and it's all good fun. So un femme means horrid and it sounds the same as une femme, which means a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously that, that pun doesn't work in English. So he translated it totally weirdly to say, Angela, damn you. And she said, no, not damn me, I'm a dame. Yes, I was going to ask about quite- this. It was all just a, yeah. a little bit off. So that, yeah, that was that was an attempt to write a pun that would be equivalent in English, and maybe that was one of the less successful ones. But I think there were others earlier in the film that kind mm-hmm. of worked. That's my one note that I was going to bring up, being like, "What the hell was that?" Because that was <laughs> yeah. obviously not the translation. <laughs> yeah. You've made that up. So um. I tend to think that, like, if you're watching it with subtitles, that's because you're willing to admit that this. <laughs> film is in a different language yeah and so just show us what it means <laughs> and we can listen to her saying the two words the same and we'll kind of get it yeah um but i thought it was an interesting decision anyway <laughs> gave it a go yeah maybe i'll watch it again now that i've seen it once i'll watch it again without the subtitles and see if i pick up any more Ooh, interesting challenge yeah <laughs> Yeah, I've been really trying hard with my French, but I've let it slip a while, a little bit in the last few months. Mm. Oh, I need to pick it up again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did French in high school, and I was surprised how many words I remember, although I could not string a oh, sentence together. But when I was watching this, I caught every, like, a few words, and I was like, oh, library. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think it was bookshop, wasn't it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. I don't just translated everything. <laughs> I don't speak French, so I'm just making that up. That's a, yeah, it's a false friend in French. Uh, librairie means bookshop, and bibliothèque means library. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck that one up. <laughs> Is there anything else you've been proud of recently that I can ruin for you? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I've got anything else to say. I think I, I've said everything. I thought everything, this was a great film. I, I really enjoyed the oh, yeah the playfulness yeah. and the the fun. 
I'm so glad. I was so prepared for everyone to be like, what a crock of shit. Uh, (laughs) What a sex crock of shit. (laughs) It was was not a crock of shit. It was not babes in Thailand. (laughs) (laughs) It certainly wasn't. But on that note, what are the, what are the, what are the link? What's the link? Oh, a woman sort of, yeah, I guess commentary on, on women in relationships. Mm. A woman being like, oh, I'm just a woman. I'm so ditzy. I can't remember anything or do anything right, yeah. which is exactly what the bloody I can't do math song was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that song. And, and one was a joke and one was sickeningly yeah. In sincere. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd forgotten about Babes in Thailand. Was that the last one we did? I think so. Wait, was um, it? Yeah, I think I it think- was. Yeah, it must have been. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I think a, so a, compar- a, a similarity between the two films would be um, bright and striking use of colour. Yeah. Mm. When, when I f- like first checked that the download was okay, I mean, checked that the legitimate <laughs> version I got was okay... <laughs> I like skipped to a couple of scenes. I was like, "Oh man, this is looking artistic and crazy." I can't. I wonder why it's not in black and white. That seems like black and white would be just the thing for this. But then, actually watching it, the whole thing is so vibrant and colourful. Yeah, uh, they could they could never have done this in black and white. And I feel like it's the same with Babes in Toyland. Maybe both early uses of colour, yeah. where they would have had to think, "Shall we do this in colour or black and white?" And they decided that this film is perfect for. For bright Technicolor. Oh yeah, there was some lovely colours. I remember. I just. I, oh, sorry. No, oh. go ahead. I was just going to slag off Babes in Thailand again. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, please do. I was just going to say um, when you say it's perfect for being in Technicolor, it is in no way perfect for anything ever. And if anything should have been in Technicolor, it should have been the film of them burning the. Thailand <laughs> tapes. Yeah, that would have been an appropriate use of Technicolor. <laughs> I like it. I agree. Although we never could have got the joy of Barnaby. I bloody love Barnaby. He I don't even good. remember Barnaby now. The villain. Was... <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> the Dick Dastardly. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Oh, I'm just having a little bit of a breakdown remembering that. <laughs> it was something, wasn't it? I'll remember it forever. It was something. Yeah. Can we go back to talking about the fun sexist film again? <laughs> yeah. <more> fun. <laughs> Do you have any more thoughts about the about infame infam? Me. Who? Yeah. Claire. Um. I, need I think Laura and I are done. Mm. Um, no, just that it was entertaining, and cool. that surprised cool. me. Um, because it's an old film, and I don't like old films except for the ones I like. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I still don't know how I feel about burlesque as a thing. Hmm. 
Mm. And yeah. Like we saw are... a bit of burlesque once, didn't we? Under false pretenses. Yeah, accidentally. That Accidental burlesque. And it's just awkward. Yeah. I don't... Like, it... Is it harmless? Like, because... But also, it is quite har- harmful because it's so yeah, revealing I don't think it's, stuff. It's not black and white, is it? It's very much mm. like, okay, it's adding to the sexualization of women and the objectification of women by men. But also, it's like women's choice to do with their bodies what they want. And mm. some women find it empowering and... And I, I think that was that was a message from this film was mm. the the empowerment, uh, mm. but also it still made yeah. me really uncomfortable. So yeah, I don't think yeah. I'll ever. Yeah, I think I'm. I still I still have trouble with that as a premise as a thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if she did so find I- it empowering. Maybe she did. I don't know. I don't think it was clear on that. I think it was very much like they made it clear that she had to do this for money. Which is fine, like that's perfectly legitimate. Um, yeah, she had a skill that she could sell. Yep. Um, it seemed to me that she enjoyed her work. Yeah. I, I just she, remember her like little song about how she's just extremely beautiful. Which again, mm. I'm just not getting a whole lot of nuance. Maybe I, that's not what I need from it. I just feel like, again, I'm being like, that's the director being like, look at my sex pop. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm too hungover to so th- interpret this correctly. <laughs> this would um, the 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 accidental burlesque we went and saw in Edinburgh that time, Claire, mm. is probably a good comparison. That that's the only other thing I know about burlesque was was seeing that show. And it had a similar kind of feeling of, like, I didn't know where to look. It was very awkward because I (laughs) hadn't exactly gone there by, like, I thought it was going to be a Mm -hmm. comedy show and the the burlesque (laughs) thing was just a joke. But no, there was totally just a bit of burlesque in the middle. (laughs) But sort of in a similar way, it felt very much like she saw this as her art form and that she was very much in control and it felt very clean. It, It didn't feel seedy, like when you see like dimly lit strip clubs with like scary looking men hanging around and just all, all being a bit horrible it it had that that feeling of being above board and legit even if i mm. <laughs> even if i didn't know where to look and even if it wasn't wasn't exactly <laughs> for me um and that that seemed to match up with what we saw in in this film that she was very much, you know, walking in happy, chatting to to the other girls backstage, um, doing her performance, nothing getting weird or out of hand. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Still. Yeah, it seemed it seemed legit, didn't it? In the film. Yeah. But also, like it was just people taking their clothes off and and singing and dancing, and it. I feel like that can be okay if it's like part of a film or something, like with with something a bit more to it. But I I just can't imagine 
how, how you can think, I think I'll go and see a bit of burlesque tonight. <laughs> like, on my own, just go go down and watch watch some of that. That'll be fun. Um, yeah, it's a weird one. <laughs> the men in the film were very, like, just regu- just with newspapers and, like, yeah. it very much seemed like that was just the, the place where they went and hung out. It wasn't an mm-hmm. event. Wasn't an occasion. It was just like, yeah, read my newspaper in this bar, see some women dance around in yeah. some kind of feathery. <laughs> um. Yeah, just like you'd go to the, go to the football or something. Yeah, <laughs> go down the go down the burlesque club. I did like her sailor outfit. I mean, I actually really want a sailor outfit like that, <laughs> which I'd keep on. I'm trying to remember it now. We should keep on. But yeah, I think that's everything I have to. Yeah, me too. Any last thoughts from Fernando? Mm. Why were they going to Mexico in English and not to Mexico in French? Oh, what was that? Why were they referring to Mexico? By their name, well, but by the country's name in English and not in French. Mm. Oh, they said Mexico, like in English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what would it be in French? Well, Michael Torpy. I thought. I thought you <laughs> would. <know. laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I I, I want to guess like Mexique. Indeed. Is it? Yes. Is, oh, great. Oh, what a guess. Mm. Yeah, that's funny then, isn't it? There were a couple of words that they were talking about English, weren't they? Um, oh, the striped ties. <laughs> I don't remember that. Well, the, so the instead of saying that, I don't think they said burlesque in the film. They said striptease, and it the signs up said striptease, and I think uh, I think one one of the guys, probably Alfred, was pronouncing it striped ties. <laughs> Because he hadn't realised it was an English word, <laughs> and so I said, "No, no, it's it's American, not English. It's pronounced striptease." <laughs> it's just this, this weird joke in there. Uh, <laughs> I liked it when yeah. he was like, "No, off with your clothes." Don't know about Mexico though. Nope. I don't remember that either. <laughs> There was a lot going on in this film, wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I must have missed a lot. <laughs> uh, any? any <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna Melvin brag it again. <laughs> what, what did we not discuss that we ought to have discussed? Anyone like tea Thanks, or coffee? Melvin, oh. I love Melvin so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of an ass, but I like him as well. Any symbolism? Oh shit! Oh yeah. symbolism! I think it might have just been symbolism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've used up all my symbolism. Except it wasn't symbolism at all. With the, I think they were trying to symbolise the musicalness, but against a different backdrop. That was that. That was it. That's all I can think of. Symbolism. Yeah. Does the baby mean something about... Nope. Nope. Nothing there. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> Are we doing this again like, like with Rashomon? We're like, what was the baby meant to represent? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes maybe a baby is just a baby. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, the baby in Rashomon was... Um... The, it was the knife. Was the knife and the medallion? <laughs> Symbolizes oh the innocence of the baby. The baby. Yeah. And also violence. Because the knife is innocent. It's the wielder that's guilty. <laughs> wow. Deep. <laughs> and the knife was innocent because there was no knife at all. <laughs> It didn't exist. So there was no baby. We agreed on that. So there was also no... <gasps> there was no baby. <laughs> wow. Made some breakthroughs with Rashomon. <laughs> <laughs> Any other films you want to talk about before we, before we finish? <laughs> oh, the baby was the white whale. I've got some thoughts about uh, Napoleon Dynamite. I think we could really... Uh... <laughs> oh come on there must be something well i think we talked a lot about the the symbolism in this film in a way didn't we a lot of the the motifs and the different ideas that go through the film and yeah Hmm. seems good for me yeah okay symbolism maybe if i just google it quickly then it'll give us something Oh, that's cheating, isn't that it? It is cheating, you're right. I won't do it. I'm still doing it, I'm sorry. Oh. I think if you've still got your notes from your film studies course, then that's allowed. <laughs> oh, I wish I could find my notes. But they're shit. Because <laughs> I was like 19. <laughs> Didn't have any deep thoughts at 19. <laughs> yeah, I remember when you just write, write down stuff just because it just so it looks like you've written something down. <laughs> There's a cow in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah, good point. <laughs> I was reading my... I was reading Macbeth at school, and the someone had... The, the guy was obviously not one of the overachievers in the class, and he just underlined, like, most of it without writing anything. And then he'd also, so that, like, I'd had the previous copy from someone else, so the copy I was reading had all these attempts at notes on. And uh, one of the bits was this incisive comment that Lady Macbeth says, uh, you lack the essence of all nature's sleep. And he'd underlined it and written, she's saying he needs to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> because if this was a, this amazing literary analysis. But yeah, that, that, that is what she's saying, yeah. Uh, deciphered it. <laughs> that was probably the, the deepest part of Macbeth, wasn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Nailed it. Any last thoughts, then? Not for me. I think I'm, get, I'm good. I'm, I'm ready to finish. Um, yep. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Good. Here comes the music. Brilliant. Oh, and I am just nailing that every time nowadays. 
Yeah, we haven't had any screw ups for a while now. <laughs> I don't even uh, notice that you get it right now. It's just yeah. I just expect yeah. it now. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Yeah.